This year, I am really focused on my health and sticking to a routine, and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies out there right now, and they are one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health. No seed oils, no preservatives or toxins. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and honestly, you could taste it. I started taking Symbiotica because I was feeling sluggish and tired, and I just wanted to feel better, but I also wanted a supplement that actually tasted great. Plus, their supplements are super easy to just take on the go. They taste good. Having supplements that don't taste like chalk or artificial ingredients makes me look forward to taking them every day. I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine, and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal this winter has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking. So I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Joe does as well. And I've been really loving the results that I've been seeing. I take a Symbiotica every morning with my eggs and I'm ready to go. I'm alert. And then I hit the gym. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every single month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use code BACHELOR for 15% off your subscription order. I think when when you're in a relationship, being able to travel with somebody is like one of the best things you could do. I agree. I think some of our best memories together are exploring new places and relaxing somewhere on a beach. So we've been working with the brand Beachbound Vacations to find our next perfect beach vacation. And instead of spending hours searching for your perfect beach, take the perfect beach finder quiz and let Beachbound do the heavy lifting for you. Go to beachbound.com to get started today. I mean, I love it. I can't wait for our next vacation. To get started, go to beachbound.com, click be the first to try, and then select take our quiz. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count for your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Welcome back, Bachelor Happy Hour listeners. If you tuned into the episode last week, you already know we had the incredibly talented Bachelor Glam Squad on the podcast, stylist Carrie Fetman and makeup extraordinaire Gina Modica. Now, we had so much to talk to them about that we decided, you know what? We're going to give y'all two full episodes. So here's part two of that conversation right now. You bring up such a good point about how things change from the weather, you know, like from freezing to humidity. But what also changes are our bodies. And that's the question that I wanted to ask you, Kay. Let's be honest. We all gain weight on the Mm -hmm. season. I mean, it seems like the men lose weight and the the girls gain weight. So how do you deal with, we all get fitted in LA. Maybe most of our listeners don't know that. When we try on clothes, we get fitted. Everything, you meet Ella. Everything gets fixed for you. But then as time goes on, you're eating because you're just eating randomly, eating when you can, you might be drinking. There's the stress of your stress eating. We gain weight. How do you deal with that, especially when it comes to that finale dress? Uh, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> like everything. You know what? There's so many different things of where there is um, different temperatures each time. 
and a day where we thought it was going to be sunny and beautiful, it's now pouring rain or it turned cold or we weren't expecting cold and now all of a sudden it's freezing or we end up in a location where it's 40 degrees warmer than what we had planned. You, you just, you have your contingency plans and you hope that the people you're working with also understand that sometimes things change. Give, give us a few minutes to fix it and we probably can. And if not, okay, guess what? So you just won't wear that outfit this week. Mm-hmm. But has that ever happened in a finale dress where I know with, with me, my finale dress was made for somebody who was long and lean and I am like shapely. And so we had to keep sending it back from across the cut. We're in Europe, sending the dress back, constantly getting fitted. So luckily for me, we were getting, I was getting fitted the entire time. So I I was able to make that dress work, but has someone ever not been able to fit in their finale dress? Uh, You know what? I didn't ask for names. (laughs) because <laughs> Jada's smiling <laughs> dresses are always the most amazing because same thing with the with whoever the the two people are that because Gina and I end up doing the last two plus the main person and that's really the only time that we have anything to do I mean maybe I will meet the last four I hate saying goodbye to people I I get emotionally tied so I really try to stay away from the contestants until towards the end when I know I better really start paying attention. And so I'll make Gina go with me and just be like, hi, I know we haven't met, but I'm Carrie. I'm the stylist for the show. Uh, can you tell me your sizes and things like that? And what, how do you want to look? And so it's just one of those where I, I kind of protect myself from feeling bad when I see one of you sending somebody home. And Mm -hmm. so, but on that last day, we're in some country like Bora Bora, where we're on an island where there's not even close to something called a tailor. And so we've just kind of learned to, to do things. I mean, things break, things rip, things, you know, you just, you just learn to deal. So you nail it every time, though. I mean, we you always find a way to uh, get around it. It works. Or we have a great director that just doesn't take that shot. <laughs> just that. don't get the back <laughs> angle. Yeah. Well, y- yeah. you both really are jacks of all trades because you you do it all. And, you know, when people watch the season, it's not just the 10 or 11 weeks of that season. You guys are prepping before, well before the season starts, you're working afterwards because you still have live shows. You still have to dress the leads and some of the contestants for mental all for after the final rose. And so talk us through that entire process because it's really, truly never ending. So like Carrie, in your instance, you're obviously ordering new clothes and sending stuff back and doing fittings. And overall, like for one season, what's the time frame and the process like? So we... We usually start about a month beforehand and there's still so much press that goes on right after we finish the show, during the the time before the show airs, and then once the show is airing, there's all of that period of time too. And so I always say, Gina and I, we usually, I, I estimate that it's about 163 different outfits 
So not everything is going to be, um, a, you know, a life-changing outfit. And so when people criticize either her or I, and I just look and think to myself, so you found the one outfit that we all hated or the one outfit that didn't fit quite. Um, do you know what was going on this week before you guys came on to see the show? Uh, did you know that one of them was sick and throwing up that night or that we somebody only ate chocolates in the middle of the night and hid the, you know, and hit it. And so we've had people who have gone up two full dress sizes. Gina will tell you that trying to get down a, a face that has gained weight. And it's not, it's not anybody's fault. It just sometimes is part of the process. It's not a normal show where people go home at night, go into their beds and just come back to work the next day. And we start a brand new day. We're on the road. We're traveling. We're we're schlepping around suitcases all over the world, and it's just, it just really is just part of the job. How many suitcases, on average, do you think you have to lug from place to place? Because I think on high season we had like twelve, maybe. So is that we, about right? Now up to about sixteen to seventeen. We we have t- two new people who seem to have broke the record. Um, <laughs> Nina and I sometimes are the only two people that are one just... One of them was a guy, too, right? Yeah. yeah. One yeah. of them oh, I a think... guy. <laughs> let, let me guess who. <laughs> so that was... Um, it always seems to be the biggest fight that I have with my assistant on when I say order this many suitcases and she says there's no reason for that. And I just look at her and go... Just do it. I, I, I don't want to try tracking down because when one suitcase roller is not, when those wheels are not moving in the same direction at the same time, and I've got Gina and I and maybe one other person helping us, and we are going through major international airports, and you're just like, oh, okay, th- this wheel's got to go. I don't care if I have to throw the suitcase out in the airport. I will. I will repack that thing fast just so that I can have my wheels all going in the same direction. Mm-hmm. Mind you, I am not a person that is really precise, but all it takes is that one wheel that does not want to pull <laughs> the other wheel. This is the non-glamorous side of it. Cause I think people see, Oh my gosh, you get to buy all these clothes. You get to do makeup every day, but they don't realize that you're handling your own bags. You have mm-hmm. fit- 17, 16, 17 suitcases, plus your own suitcases that you're trying to get through. You know, and thankfully, your partner in crime, Gina, will help you out with these suitcases. This is why you got to be nice to her, Carrie. Uh, Rachel, I know you've told me for years now that I'm not nice to her. I know. And yet we'll still have some bickering session after this over what one of us said or didn't say or that. I have no idea what he's talking about. I'm actually proud of you guys so far. You've really made, like, you've been very calm. You know, I've, I I enjoy the bickering. You know, it makes me feel like things are normal. Things are right. She does too. I really think she does too. And yet, you know what? Somehow we, as many times as one of us has thrown the other one out of the room, even if it's my room that we're in and she's thrown me out, um, it just somehow has managed to work. 
There's a lot of love and there's a lot of, a lot of old people bickering. And some people find it funny. Other people find it just like, oh God, get them away from me. They're, they're insane. Well, can you imagine if one of you had to work with somebody else? I no. mean, you've been, you've been, you have been in a, some type of marriage. You know what I mean? And you work so well together. You know how each other tick. Then as Becca pointed out, you spend so much time outside of the show with each other when you're traveling around, when you're in these foreign countries, these cities. Imagine a stranger involved, you know? Yeah, yeah I mean, we don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> no new friends. Period. <laughs> thought we were going to have to have one more extra person this season, and yep. we were both in a panic over it. Yeah. happen. Yeah. As much as you guys say you don't like the bickering, it works for you too. And again, as Rachel said, you know, though, I really don't you think we fight. I don't. I oh, a, no, I you, do. you do. You do. You do. I don't understand why you guys are all saying that we don't fight. And I'm like. What is wrong with you? Where were you last night before I was throwing you out of my room? Were you not there with me? It's nothing. I think one of my favorite memories, one of my favorite things about you two, and this I think was like every time we were together, day or night, Carrie, you'd always be going through the racks, kind of picking out, coordinating what we're going to put on and what jewelry and shoes we're going to have. And Gina, you know, is glamming me up, making me look gorgeous. And, you, you know, you'd be kind of talking. And Gina, anytime Carrie, if you would say anything, she would have, like, the brush in her hand. She'd turn around and look at you and just give you this this look. And she wouldn't even <laughs> say anything. She would give you the look and you would know. And you're like, I'm going to step out and I'd go back I'll, be, the, I'll be back. I'd go back to the closet. <laughs> it's like the only person that's ever made me go back into the closet is Gina. <laughs> I truly fear her because she gives that look. Because it's very hard. Any makeup artist will tell you this. Very hard to do somebody's face when they're turning around and talking to somebody else. Mm-hmm. If you could figure out a way to talk forward, then we would be happy. It's hard. And he talks and talks and talks and talks. You know he needs your attention. So they always look at him. So, yes, you do get the look. I'm by myself waiting, and she's still doing your makeup. Yeah, sorry. I, really? it, it, it gets to a point where I'm like, I just want to come and play. And <laughs> you have your own time to play. Like it's ah. like a puppy. I just want to be petted on the head. You started it. <laughs> I love this you makes guys. me happy. I love you guys so much. <laughs> I I do want to know, as much as I hate to stop the bicker fest, because it gives me peace. <laughs> as weird as it, as weird as it sounds, it just does. I'm like, ah, love this. But I do want to know who is more who is it easier to work with? The guys or the ladies? Oh, no question. I'll answer this one. The, the guys are so much easier. But Do you the think so? They're so much more fun. Yeah. Doing mm-hmm. a guy, you can, yeah. I mean, Gina, are, is, is that not true? The guys are the easiest. You Especially guys. For are, me, yeah, the guys yeah. are, you know. Me too. I mean, most, I, most guys. I heard some okay. horror stories from you guys. No. All right. either. But yes. However, there's some girls that we can also talk about. A, mm-hmm. a guy is so much easier to do, but the girls are so much more fun. I, I would, I'd go out of my mind if all I was doing was a guy each time. Mm-hmm. And here, put on another pink shirt. Put on a blue shirt. Oh, here, let's do a different shade of blue. 
<laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. Gina, I want to ask you this because obviously our listeners now know, you know, you've worked with Chris for a while now. And when you're working with the men as leads, because you're doing their makeup for the rose ceremonies and cocktail parties, how are the guys at first, do they realize that they're going to be getting their makeup done for these big night or is this new to them and how do they react when they realize because i think if garrett garrett hates getting his makeup done he's had to do it for some photo shoots and he's like no i'm fine i don't need it so how do the guys react when they know that this is going to be needed for two months for them well it's definitely changed when we first started doing the show nobody was used to none of the guys were used to makeup Mm -hmm. they you know heard about it but they've never done it but since all social media and all, you know, the past few years, guys are very aware of what they're looking like and stuff. So um, I usually don't get much slack and I don't, I'm not heavy handed. So they all look normal as long as they look normal and look better then they're cool with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I did have one that was, uh, I didn't, I don't want to say gave up on it, but as long as he moisturized and blotted, I was okay with it. We're not going to say who. But for the most part, all of them have been great. They're fine. They, you know, because also, like, you know, we go to different weathers. Like we we're saying, your body changes. They'll get the breakouts here or, you know, accidentally hit in the face with something or, you know, just that you, something you'd have to cover up. So they're fine with it. Mm-hmm. For but I mean, they don't enjoy it. They're like, oh, can't wait for makeup like girls do. You know, they yeah. do it. You know, yes, especially the beards, we got to make sure that they're groomed and their eyebrows are, nor- you know, just kind of stuff that normally men don't think about. But when you're on a national television show, you kind of have to take a little bit of a step above. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've got to have one. Everybody's been great. at <laughs> <laughs> all. I mean, it really is a completely different animal now doing the show since all of the social media is is out there Mm -hmm. i mean you you cannot imagine how well prepared these people come now where we never used to have to think about all of that kind of stuff and so you know it's the same way that we we've had to up our game maybe a little is the same way that that the people have Mm -hmm. or at least it's made them more paranoid and more afraid of taking chances. Right. Mm -hmm. They definitely want to look good all the time. Okay, so Carrie, you mentioned, or one of y'all did, mentioned social media. And it's interesting because, as you know, we're currently not filming The Bachelorette, which is crazy to think of it because The Bachelorette would be over right now, right? Like, Claire would be engaged. I'm just going to put it out there. Not possibly engaged. She would be engaged right now. So because of... COVID and everything that's happening right now, they're doing The Bachelor, the greatest seasons ever. We're going to get 10 weeks of prior past Bachelor seasons. So what it's going to be interesting is most of the seasons that are going to be shown are going to be pre-social media, right? Like Facebook was popping then, but there was no Twitter and TikTok and Snapchat and Instagram and all those other things. Are you guys scared? For people to watch those seasons because they might not understand what the fashion trends were for, you know, 2002, 2004. Are you nervous about that in any way? Are you nervous for the egg, Carrie? The egg might pop up. (laughs) I 
I'm I'm more nervous about the fact that yes, it was also pre like where people were starting to understand that the fashion part of the show was starting to take over. And same with Gina as to where people were not really caring whether or not they had, um, they, they weren't following stars on Instagram that they wanted to look like and emulate. Uh, so yeah, I mean, there were a lot of, especially the guys of where, I mean, at that point in our, when we were doing it, these guys were just huge. I mean, like huge shoulders, Sean Lowe, uh, Matt Grant. I mean, just tall with these big bodies that you just looked at and were like, okay, well, guess what? You're going to basically be in a linen shirt. There's 17 colors of it, but that's kind of like what you keep picking. And we're, Honestly, that really was like what they were comfortable with. You could never show them a photo and say, hey, this is what others are wearing. Don't be so uncomfortable about it. It Um, wasn't as detailed as it is now. I mean, I didn't start doing the bachelorettes like all for like for the whole season until Caitlin. Before that, I would just do rose ceremonies and that would be it. And Chris. Um, or The Bachelor, but it didn't start until Caitlyn where they started saying, okay, we need them to look great all the time. So from then on, the girls would get makeup morning, noon, and night, which is great. It's a regular show. They, they should. And, but before that, no, we all, we did what we needed to do, but for the most part, it wasn't as um, polished, maybe is a better word, you know, polished as it is now, which I love it better now <laughs> i think i think that you should sorry becca i just i think as a suggestion for social media you gina should put just a a post all black with white writing that says disclaimer did not do makeup on bachelorettes until caitlin bristow and then <laughs> and then carrie you should take the year and then take like a brad pitt brad pitt in 2006 and then you know put up whoever the bachelor was and see this, this is what the Brad Pitts of the world were wearing then. So people aren't like, Oh my God, why doesn't his suit fit? Well, people wore their suits a little bit more baggy back in the early two thousands, you know, because these new millennials, Gen Z, double a, whatever they are right now, they're not going to get it. Mm -hmm. I think that's what you do. And I think a lot of the viewers too, I mean, for not a majority, but a handful of them have only watched new seasons. So they've only seen like, Colton's and Peter's and Hannah's. And so they're going to be transported back in time if we really dig out some of these older ones. And there's so many stylistic and glam fads that have changed throughout the years. I mean, when I was 15, I didn't know how to do my eyebrows and I plucked them. So it was like one thin line. And that was kind of the (laughs) style back in the day, like in middle school and early high school, like no one had eyebrows. And so I want to ask you both, what are your what are you happy that has changed in the glam world and the fashion world? And what, what, what do you remember doing back then in some of maybe those earlier seasons that you're like, what the hell was I thinking? And I'm so glad it has changed. Oh God. A lot. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly. And, and also just the size of the guys that we've, we were picking back then. I mean, the Sean Lowe's were, 
they, they were like linebackers. Their shoulders were out to here and their waists were this big. I mean, you would have to buy a suit that was four times his size just to recut it. Mm-hmm. And we weren't really, the show itself wasn't that much into fashion at that point. And so it was just slowly starting to evolve where we realized that the fans were actually starting to, to be happy that there was a different kind of a look and, and a much more fashionable look. And so, mm-hmm. But it's just, I think the girls, we, we always were kind of, on fashion with, but um, even some of my favorites, I just look and go, you wore a pair of leggings almost every day. The only difference was... There's some of them that were just... Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't think we weren't able to influence them as much. Like I said, it's always a collaboration, but back then it was just, it's pretty much whatever they wanted. And um, I think it's better that we can have a little bit more of a hand in it now because I think it's a better look. I think it just looks more complete, more polished, more up to date. Um, yeah. I think Emily Maynard started us in knowing Emily that. Emily was great. Yeah, Emily was good also. Yeah, we did her a lot. Yeah, I yeah. think that she was like the first of do anything you want to me. I, I, I just want to be done and look great. And it was, I think, from that point on, where both she and I, huh? She did have a specific look that she liked. She wasn't straying a lot from what she liked. But she was willing to take chances. She was the first one that would put her hands out and say, okay, whatever you want, put on my hands and, and stuff like that. I mean, I think that was the start of where not being afraid to push the bachelorettes to do a look that maybe wasn't their look where we could uh, change them up a little and we could Mm -hmm. take chances. And they were excited about taking chances. Mm -hmm. I honestly think she was the start of it. She loved fashion. Yeah. She loved, she loved fashion. And so she also loved it. And then Rachel took it to a whole new part of how many rings you could wear on one hand. I loved it. It became my thing. Even the, the guys would, it's so funny what the guys pay attention to. They would even point out, oh, let me see your rings th- uh, this date or this week. Yeah, I know. It's funny. I, I miss that actually, you know? Mm-hmm. I need to bring that back. Let me know if you want to send me some, some rings, Carrie. <laughs> I am... Well- Oh, go ahead, Becca. I want to say, I remember watching your season, Rach, and you always wore, I had, I up until this point, I mean, now I hear of Kendra Scott all the time because she sponsored the live tour, but you had the three-prong ring from Kendra Scott that I think Carrie had you wear for a lot of your outfits. It was stunning, and I had never, ever seen anything like that until I watched your season. Yeah, no, that was one of my favorites, Kendra Scott, fellow Texas girl. Um, sadly, I don't know where those rings are right now, but I wore them ev- like a lot, probably every mm-hmm. week in some form or fashion on one of the dates. I am curious though, because I'm not going to make you say, pick your favorite season that is, cause we don't even know what 10 seasons are going to be shown over these next 10 weeks, but we know that we're going to dip into the past. Is there a particular season that you're looking forward to? Not because it was your favorite, but maybe because... It was your favorite place to travel. Um, there's a funny moment from it. 
your favorite makeup look, your favorite outfit look, Carrie. Um, yeah. What season are you looking forward to that they recap? Um, Caitlin. Caitlin was fun. She was, we had a great time. We lo- loved Ireland. Uh, it was just a great, it was just a great season. Yeah. And Jojo, Jojo just made me laugh. I mean, Jojo was so insane and fun. Um, kind of like you guys where it was just easy. It was just easy to say, not that every day was easy, but where for the most part, you were willing to try and do something different and do it. Also, part of it is where Gina and I get to travel to and to, it's not just the person. It's, it's sometimes just the place that, that we're traveling around. I mean, you just look at your life and go, wow, what are the chances that I would ever have been in this country? Mm-hmm. I mean, who would have ever thought that we would end up here? I will say you two, watching you two swim with your floaties in the Maldives outside of our, our room huts, you guys were living your best life. You were out there every single day, and I was so jealous because I just wanted to go out there and swim with you, but we still had to film. So I will say, you guys were uh, living large in the Maldives. That was a great season, yeah. <laughs> we to you with our bathing suits on. Yes! Work and go swimming. Yeah, it I think was great I, I think one time you guys were swimming and you were with Chris and he came with like his big sun hat. And I don't know if he did this as a joke. He had to have been, but he had the like the white sunscreen just on his nose. Oh, he did it because that's what I make him do. That was better. <laughs> that was my dream place. So Becca, when I saw that you got to go, I was so jealous because I, I wanted the Maldives. I loved where we went. During my season, but the Maldives is a place I've always wanted to go. Yeah, it was in your season. We went to uh, Geneva. Geneva, yeah. Yeah. Gina and I could not. And the Rioja. Warner Brothers, if you guys are listening, just pretend we're not saying any of this. (laughs) Gina and I were were having lunch every day after we would get you guys ready, and we'd be like, "Oh, let's just stop at the Four Seasons in Geneva and and maybe have maybe just a snack." Easter at the the, the yeah, most expensive hotel. I mean, and it was just we we would live large. Or I'm trying to remember whose season it was when we were in Paris and Chris was staying at this hotel and Gina and oh, I took over Ari's. the lobby. Yours? Mm-hmm. Ari's. Well, Ari's, Ari's. yeah. Ari's. Mm-hmm. Ari's. That might be okay, but still. <laughs> <laughs> It was a great season. Going to Paris, going to Milan, going to all of these places were just so much fun that you just look and you're like, I'm being paid to do this. And mm-hmm. and we're we're having the best life that's possible right now. I mean, mm-hmm. and that's always my great fear. What happens the day when they say, Okay, old man, you gotta go. <laughs> this is the end of your rope. No, you you guys have to be together till the end because which is leading me to segue into this next question, because, I mean, as you said, it is a dream probably for you to work together. It's like you hit the jackpot with your job and each other and working with Chris. So what advice would you guys have for maybe new people starting out in this industry? Well, it looks like it just kind of all happened, but we've been doing this, like I said, I've been doing this over 20 years. So is Carrie. There was 
huge period before this where we were just banging out shows and day checking and, you know, working your way up, getting to meet people. So it didn't happen overnight, which everybody thinks. I get a lot of questions saying, I want to do what you do. How do you work on celebrities? It's like, well, I wasn't working on celebrities, you know, 15 years ago, 20 years ago. I was just doing anybody that I could. Right. You just have to, there's really no easy easy way. I mean, if you know somebody, that's probably a good easy way, but neither one of us, at least I haven't. I, well, Carrie might know people, but <laughs> I did it. <laughs> I kind of had to start from the bottom and work my way up and work for free and, you know, do cleanup. I mean, I remember I would be the one that after the shows, I would have to be makeup that would take off the prosthetics of the people after, mm-hmm. you know, on a a feature or something like that. And I'd be the one that have to clean up everything. Not a good job. Sweaty <laughs> <laughs> prosthetics and taking glue off. And so you just have to kind of start there. And I will have to say, I got lucky. Definitely. When I met Chris, it was just kind of, it just kind of happened, but I had already been doing it for at least 10 years before that and going mm. to school before that. So, uh-huh. and it's great. And I have no complaints. It's awesome. But yeah, it just doesn't happen overnight. You got to work. There are some people that get lucky and just kind of get into it, but uh, I don't know many. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I, I agree with almost everything Gina is saying, but I, I do say part of it also was that neither one of us ever said no to anything anybody offered. Right. And I think sometimes just being present and being in the right place at the right time, I cannot tell you how many times somebody would call and, pro- and say to me, you probably don't remember me. I was the assistant to the, the camera person, and now I'm the executive producer on this TV show. And I always thought you were so nice to me because you didn't need to be. And I just look and I think to myself, um, sometimes just being there is, is almost half the battle and, and take it all. Don't, don't just assume it's going to always be there. So, so if somebody offers something to you, just say, sure, yeah. whatever, just tell me what you need. I'll be there. I think that's so important because I feel like we live in a day and age now where people just see the finished product and they think, Oh, I can make that happen. So it's so refreshing to hear both of you talk about the hard work that it takes and a little bit of chance to get these type of opportunities. You know, like Gina, I can only imagine how frustrating it is for you to see people think, oh, I can put on a, do makeup and put on a filter and think that I'm a makeup artist, but totally don't know how to do it for the camera and TV. Or Carrie, you know, like they go to the store and pick up a couple of outfits and are like, I'm a stylist now you know, but don't have any type of relationship with brands or stores or anything like that. We live in crazy times for multiple reasons. I am curious, and Gina, I already know your answer to this. I'm curious, though, that if you could choose one celebrity to be the bachelor or bachelorette, who would it be? Or not even a celebrity, just a person. Who would it be and why? And how would you style them for the night? Gina, I already know you hit your dream when you got Becca and I, so you don't have to answer that question. So, but Carrie, all downhill from there. Um, Carrie, who would you pick? I think that my celebrity crush for a long time was Charlize Theron. I think that fan of the show, fan of the Mm -hmm. show. Even even better because I always 
I always admired the fact that she could change her look within one quick thing and was constantly changing. Mm-hmm. Um, there were there were others that found that look and just stayed with it and married to a look. She she just surprised everybody all the time. But I, honestly, I love the people that that we do because for us, each season presents a new challenge. I still get just as excited and just as nervous every time we're starting. And you would think after this many years of doing it, I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. And yet I, I still get nervous right before we're going to start that first night or before, you know, that first fitting. I, I'm constantly on pins and needles going, I don't have enough stuff. I didn't find the things that I love. I know that I know that there had to be something I missed. And so. Um, but that's what makes you guys great. You don't get too comfortable in your job. Right. Like you're always trying to be better, trying to improve, trying to do what's cutting edge, what's new. And that's why you've been around for so many years. If you were comfortable and just, you know, lackadaisical in how you were presenting each lead, you wouldn't be with us right now. We'd be talking to two other people (laughs) that we didn't really like. (laughs) And and we get fresh face, completely fresh. Um, like I said, as the years go on, people, because of social media, have a little bit more of an idea of what they think they want to look like, um, which I always try to talk them out of because I'm a firm believer in you need to be your best you, you know, just don't try to look like somebody else, just mm-hmm. be yourself, just bring it on, you know, yeah. just be your best self. So yeah, that's why I always have a hard time telling people who my favorite celebrity. There's so many gorgeous celebrities. It's great. But I love working on something completely new and fresh every season. Season. Mm-hmm. Lucky. We get, to, we get to build it. It's like having our own little, our own little doll to work with. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> is, or a demon. Uh, or is that, there a- exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they both work. It always works out in the end. I'm curious to know, because Carrie, you touched on this, like that the fact that you still get nervous going into each season that night one. And I was actually talking to one of the the producers who's still a good friend, and that's her favorite night, night one, because it's so fresh and so exciting. She has no idea what to expect. So she loves night one. I mean, for me, I was a nervous wreck night one. So I I'm with you when I would be nervous, I think. But is there a point each season that's it's your ultimate favorite, whether it's night one, whether it's the finale, whether it's maybe a time in between where you can go a little bit wild and crazy and try something new? Um, yeah, it, it, th- there is. There's, there's, there's some place in the middle of where you've become so comfortable with the person that you know that even if you make a mistake, they're, they're going to understand and not be upset with you, that, mm-hmm. that they know that when you're doing this many different looks, and I mean, there's no joke that Gina and I am not, we're not joking over that we probably do 168 different looks, that the idea that somebody's going to get angry over one look, um, and yet the fans still will look at us and go, you should have been fired 10 years ago. That's, that's the most awful look I've ever seen. And you're like, really? Out of that whole season, this is the one look that you guys hated so much that, I mean, was it, was it really, did, did I kill somebody? Did we, I'm not sure I understand the anger over the fact of, and 
I know Gina has one in particular. I'm sure I, I've got several in particular of where you just look and you're like, so out of, out of all these years, out of all these seasons, this one look is the one that is, you're, you're going to unfollow me and things like that. <laughs> and I just look and I laugh and I think to myself, go on now, please just, just move on. Go, go have another glass of wine and just let me have, let me go get my vodka and, and we'll be fine. Do you think like you guys have gotten so much better with social media as no. the seasons have gone? <laughs> okay. No. Can't even oh, finish the question. No, no, no. no. If anything, I think you guys more. have. Oh God, I think I'm awful, but. Do you respond to a lot of people when they message you about certain looks? I don't um, respond to as many people unless they're mean. If they're mean, I don't, I don't respond mm-hmm. to it, but yeah. I try to, it's hard to get to all of them, but yeah, Carrie's really good at doing it. I'll answer the questions about where did I find something or, or what was the designer or something like that, that maybe mm-hmm. it's taking me four weeks to post. Uh, thank God for Chris Harrison, Chris Harrison. One day we were shooting in Mexico and he said, give me your phone. And I'm <laughs> Chris, I am of that age of where you either get it or you don't. I don't get it. I don't want it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not, I don't even remember what, what I put on you yesterday, let alone what I put on, you know, by the time the show is airing. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you're going to start taking photos and you're going to post what, I, what I'm wearing. And that's how you can start it. Mm-hmm. And so thank God for him. Because otherwise, I still would never be posting. And then I just look and I get people that will look at me and go, you really don't have a clue as to what you're doing. Do you? <laughs> and it's like, so no, there's not getting any better. If anything, I've gotten worse. And it's just, but I will answer people who are actually directly messaging me. Mm-hmm. That's a major question or a closed question. Yeah, if they ask us questions about personal stuff about you guys, which, you know, we'll get that. No, but anything else pertaining to what we do, we try to. Mm-hmm. You hear yeah. that guys? You got a makeup question? Message DM Gina. You got a styling question? DM Carrie. They answer their question or the questions you ask them. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. What's the most expensive article of clothing, Carrie, that you've had on the show? Um, I'm going to guess your finale dress. The the dress that was most, yeah <laughs> I think that yours was probably the most expensive dress that we've ever had on the show, and I also think it was the most re, it was just the most unthought out thing. There's something <laughs> about wind and and me. Uh, that was the worst. Who could have who could have planned for that? I mean, trees blowing over. That's <laughs> um, blowing across. <laughs> It was just, it was just so unbelievable as to how um, there is the wind on Ashley Hebert's dress was also, I was into a feather season. Uh, I really got into feathers a lot. And I should know that when we're doing finale that we're usually someplace near an ocean and there's going to be a breeze. And you would think after this many years, I probably would have picked up on that but I like feathers matter of fact I put Joan Rivers in a feather thing where 
it was the one day in the Academy Awards where the wind was blowing in LA. I mean, I don't remember the last time wind blew in LA and that happened to be the day. And she had feathers flying across her lipstick, kept getting stuck. Robin Williams came up to her and anointed her the queen of the bird or something like that. <laughs> he had feathers blowing in his face and kind of like Ashley's dress too. It was one of my favorites until I watched it that night and I was just horrified. Kind of like your dress. But in, in my situation, to give background, we actually moved the finale up a day because the weather was supposed to be bad on the actual finale day, only to have the new day be worse. And the wind was blowing, and my dress was, what, like 20 pounds with all the beating, if not more? Without a doubt. And, and it was it being... Held <laughs> it held me down, but it was flapping in the wind. The the art all the art department had spent hours, countless hours preparing and everything was blowing away. And I remember thinking, is this a sign? Does this mean that I am not <laughs> supposed to accept this proposal? Let me just have another drink of vodka. Because I, I just remember I'm so big on signs and I was like, the wind is blowing, everything's going crazy. Maybe we just need a way to date. Maybe this isn't the time. Of course, like here we are, married, everything is all good. But I'm just saying, at the time. I was having doubts. <laughs> I just looked at this dress. Sequins and beads were literally flying yeah. off. These were all hand-sewn sequins and beads on this dress. Probably one of my most expensive dresses ever. And there she is. And you could just see the beads and the, and the strings. I mean, the, the, every stitch was just starting to blow away. Until fine, and her hair is like oh, all over her face. My her weave was showing. I was <laughs> Becca. I was crying before yep. because I was like, "This is my most important day, and I'm going to be hideous for him." My tracks. If you look closely, my tracks are showing on the weave. The beads are flying. I was beautiful. And until I wasn't, and it was, <laughs> I was, and I thought, if this man can accept me like this. <laughs> We're going to have a long life together. I'm just picturing it. The dress had to be about 40 pounds. It was heavy. Well, and, and I was it, just going to ask. trying to walk was. her up a spiral uh, spire to be at the top of this roof. So bad. And the wind blowing and trees blowing and her hair blowing. Everything was the opposite direction of <laughs> the wind should have been. There was, it was not and it was just. Huh? Yeah. My makeup was still, hey, eyelashes didn't come off I was just going to say, Rachel's <laughs> lashes stayed on. Yeah. Well, and that's because, I, Carrie, I remember you telling me when we were picking out, I think, my finale dress, because that one was sequenced, but it was a lot, it was so much lighter. And I remember you telling me how heavy Rachel's dress was, because I think we were kind of deciding between two of them. And you're like, look, you're going to want a lighter one because you, well, you didn't tell me at that point, but you knew we were going to be in the Maldives, and it was hot. It was so hot. And so, Rachel, watching your clips back of the proposal and just knowing how heavy some of those gowns are, like, people listening, some of those gowns, like Night One gowns, Rachel's gown, they are heavy. And as Carrie said earlier, if they get any sort of water at the bottom of them, they just, like, I remember Night One, my gown got wet, and we had to cut off the night before, like, cut off part of the gown, the beading, to make it lighter. And I had bruises on my collarbone yeah, for like that's a week because because they, they just are so heavy with all of the beads. Yeah. That's right. how intricate some of these gowns are. 
And, and therein lies part of the both good and bad of a beaded gown. <laughs> There's, mm-hmm. And so when people always think that we just choose it for no reason, there, there is a little bit of a method to that first night. But after that, because you just can't put a, a plain dress down, it will be filthy the whole night. Mm-hmm. That water just absorbs all the way up. And you're sitting there and you're watching the dress get wetter and wetter and heavier and heavier. And you're just looking at it going, oh, thank God. Thank Carrie, God. This is not silk. You had, I remember night one, I had just met all the guys. You brought me inside and I was sitting there. Gina, you were touching me up and Carrie had a hair dryer blowing the bottom of my dress to just try and dry it off so I could walk in it. That's that's like the true behind the scenes, behind the scenes, like, glamorous part that people just don't see ever. And and that's why when people critique me for all of the bugles and the beads and the things like that, and I think to myself, okay, first of all, guys, I listen to each season, all of you, including especially Rachel, saying, I'm not wearing beads. I don't want sequins. I am a plain girl. I need some plain stuff. Do not bring me all of that. And so brought her in lots of plain dresses Um, and she picked a lot of pretty ones. She picked up the sexy ones up to the thigh and lower on the back. You too, Becca. I mean, you had really beautiful plain dresses, but the overall of what I think other than that first night of where the first night there is a reason why it either has to have some kind of netting or Mm -hmm. it has to be beaded as opposed to just a plain silk dress. Because there mm-hmm. is, it's ruined. Yeah, and the more yeah. these guys lift you and swing you and do all kinds of crazy things, twirl you as, a, on a, as though they're on the middle of a dance floor, as though you're not wearing a full length gown. The train can only be so long. The, this, I mean, because you need to be able to move in it all night long. Yeah. And so. I think you, what I learned is that when I would say plain, I want this, I want this. I learned that my taste is just expensive. Yes. So whatever it is that's expensive, <laughs> yes. please put it on me. I have, I'm, I'm high maintenance. I have expensive taste, and that's that's what I learned. So I think of course, you and I learned that too. And I think that's with every bachelorette that comes in. You want to feel like a princess. You want to feel like a like a queen, and you want to be dolled up and draped in like because. Ex- when are we going to have this experience again? Mm-hmm. I haven't put on a, an expensive gown since I left the bachelorette. So it's a once in a lifetime experience. And you guys give us that with the looks, Gina, that you give us as far as makeup. I mean, they can't see me now, but you can see me right now. And I don't quite look like I did on the show. <laughs> and Carrie, <laughs> with, the, with the styles that you give us, I mean, there's, there's nothing like it. I never knew certain designers until... I was the bachelorette and now, and it's funny because you don't realize how expensive they are. And then you leave the show and you're like, I'm going to go shopping. Oh, I love that brand. Let me go to Neiman's. Let me go to Saks. And then you're like, my God, that's, that's what I was wearing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're, you're, you're never quite the same no. after the show. Never. And, and, uh, and honestly for the better. So I want to end this with asking you guys, we're in crazy times right now. You know, we should be, you guys should be in paradise to be honest um, we don't know what the future holds, but what are you looking forward to, you know, when it comes to the Bachelor franchise 
as you know, it's been 18 years. What are you looking forward to in the next 18 years? Because this doesn't look like it's stopping anytime soon. From your mouth to God's ears. Um, (laughs) I am looking that as I have to come on my little cart with a a rack in the front of it, and then I'm riding my three-wheeler, people will still believe that I can still pick out a dress. um, And that when they say to me, go away, old man, you don't know how to dress somebody young. And I just pray that I'll be able to look and prove you all wrong, that I can still do it. I don't think that that taste goes away necessarily, but we'll see. Um, and, I, and I pray that, that it does continue on because I don't think my life without it could ever be the same as it has been over these last 18. I mean, it's changed everything. Trying to get a different job. Been, see it again? It would be different trying to get a different job. I mean, I work a lot of different things, but this is most consistent. So yeah, this needs to keep going because it, it does evolve. That's the great thing about this show. You get new people every season and it changes with the time. So we don't really even have to do anything except follow, follow the trend, you know, or start making our own, but it's great. Yeah. yeah. Full circle moment. You just made me think of this, Gina, is that when you and I got to work together outside of The Bachelor for a job, you know, like you're on your job, I'm doing my job, totally different. And you got to do my makeup. Like that was like a proud moment for me because I don't know, like I just was like, oh, I'm doing something in my, my job. Gina's doing my makeup on her. And it's like has nothing to do with The Bachelor. I don't know. It's made yeah. me think of that when you said other things. So. It's also the friendships that we've yeah. made and have continued to hold on to so dearly. Um, I, I mean, I go back to all the way to Brad Womack and still need to know that he and I talk to each other and check in. To yeah, see how's he how, doing? How, he's doing he great. Doing. <laughs> he really is doing great. And so, I mean, you, I said it earlier, you, you can't be in each other's lives for this long and during one of the most important moments of your life and not develop some kind of long-lasting love and relationship. Some last longer because... Both of you are willing to work at it and others, you know, you, but when I, I know that even when we did the bachelorette 15 and we were able to all be together, there was just something so special about seeing everybody mm-hmm. or, or when we go and do one of, one of your weddings and we were able to see people that we haven't seen for a while. And just the idea of, you know, that excitement of being able to share some stories from your season, you know, for Gina and I, we, I, I certainly know I forget a lot. Um, I'm sure she also doesn't remember everything from each season, but it's just such a great feeling to know. And I don't know if you can do that on any other TV show or any other job of where you just really share a moment in people's lives as closely as we do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it it definitely the show brings people together in such a an intimate way that, as you say, like I don't think any other show could do that. It really bonds you for life. I mean, you were there during one of the biggest days of my life during Rachel's. Um, you saw us from start to finish when we were young little 
chicken scared to meet 30 men. And now, you know, well, Rachel's married. I'm happily engaged. So we definitely, I, I think I speak for both Rachel and I when I say, like, we could not have gone through the entire season without the two of you because so you were true. our rocks. You kept us mm-hmm. sane. You kept us feeling loved. Um, and you were like that little bit of like our safe haven for us. So we love you guys. We're so yes. happy we had you both on today. Here's to you guys. We Thank are you so, so proud. We're so, this is your first podcast. You did so well. We're like proud parents on this. Mm-hmm. So thank you guys for sharing this moment with us. It's really been a lot of fun. Thank you yes. for having us. And thank you for making it so easy. It really, yeah. it really was. So. Well, that and alcohol make it all a little bit easier, <laughs> you know? <laughs> we do what we can. All right. Well, we will let you guys go on with your day. Of course, we'll talk to you later. You, you know how this goes. Mm-hmm. But enjoy your day. Stay safe. You stay too. sane. And we we'll see more guys. from you guys you. soon. Love you guys. All right, Rach. Well, that was so much fun. They honestly still feel like family. I'm just, I was so happy to talk to them and catch up with them. It's, yeah. it's like part of this bachelor world that a lot of viewers and listeners aren't privy to. So I'm glad that we could shine some light on to Gina and Carrie because we love them so much. We're so happy we could share them with you guys. So if you want to follow along with some of the greatest bachelor fashions, please make sure to follow Carrie and Gina on Instagram at Carrie Fetman and at Gina Modica makeup. Also bachelor, the greatest seasons ever is going to be filled with so many fashion looks from over the years. So you won't want to miss it. Tune into the premiere on June 8th at 8, 7 central on ABC. You know we'll be following along and inviting some incredible guests on our show to break it all down with us. So it's going to be a blast and you won't want to miss it. We're starting with Sean Lowe's season of The Bachelor, which I think it's one of, one of the full ones that I've ever watched. So I cannot wait to rewatch it. And Rachel, I have to say, I can't wait to rewatch Sean's season because I personally think him and Catherine are just the cutest with the cutest babies. So they have the three kids and they are the perfect example of what this show is with real people making it work in the real world. Yeah, I, I'm excited to watch this season because, I one, I've, I've never seen it. And there's a lot of hype around Sean Lowe. It's like, he's, I think if people were ranking Bachelors, he would probably be in the number one spot from what I hear. So I'm like, I got to see what all the hype is about. I don't know them from their season. I know them from Instagram. And I've actually met Catherine when I did live in Dallas. And I think Catherine is so funny on Instagram, but she also Mm -hmm. is in person. And I hear nothing but lovely things about them as a couple. So I'm really excited to watch this. I love this idea, especially for people like me or, or who are newcomers to the Bachelor franchise. You get to go back and see how all of this started And so we've got 10 weeks of this. If we're lucky, we'll get even more. I don't know. You know, we love hearing from you guys. If you have questions, comments, concerns, requests, hit us up on our social, on our social pages. That's at Bachelor Happy Hour on Instagram and at Batch Happy Hour on Facebook and Twitter. Like, DM, comment, because you know we're listening. So this year, I'm really focused on my health, sticking to a routine, and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies out right now, and they're one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health. They don't use any seed oils, no preservatives or toxins in their supplements. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and they're super easy to take when you're on the go. They also taste good. 
I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking. So I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Joe does as well. And I've been really loving the results that I've been seeing. My routine, I have my eggs in the morning. I take a Symbiotica and I'm ready to take on the day. Hit the gym. I'm more alert. I just feel good. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use Bachelor for 15% off your subscription order. I think when, when you're in a relationship, being able to travel with somebody is like one of the best things you could do. I agree. I think some of our best memories together are exploring new places and relaxing somewhere on a beach. So we've been working with the brand Beachbound Vacations to find our next perfect beach vacation. And instead of spending hours searching for your perfect beach, take the perfect beach finder quiz and let Beachbound do the heavy lifting for you. Go to beachbound.com to get started today. I mean, I love it. I can't wait for our next vacation. To get started, go to beachbound.com, click be the first to try, and then select take our quiz. There's a whole collection of black lead products that fit into your daily routine. Show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase because every time we buy a black lead brand, we make room for another black lead brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. 